one day, the Peter and John, you know, Peter was very famous by this time. 3,000 people had come to the Lord in the first chapter of Acts. More than 2,000 years ago, 3,000 people coming to the Lord and following Christ was a big number, considering the population of that time and the place where this was and the incidents that happened before that. And a popular man like Peter is going to the temple in Acts chapter 3. So we are just going to go through this story. And every time I go through this story, uh, I find the relevance of it in today's life. So Acts chapter 3, Peter and John are, were going to the temple at the time of prayer. You know, uh, very famous people, uh, people who are filled with the power of Jesus, and they are going to pray. I'm sure they were always surrounded by some other disciples and crowds following them, just as our pastors are, just as our Christian leaders are. You know, we are always surrounded with so much life, the phones ringing, some praying for somebody, even on the way to church. I'm sure they were also busy. Verse 2, it says that a man, lame by birth, was being carried to the temple gate called the beautiful. You know, in that time, and even in today, there is a practice if there is some disabled person in the home, they are usually, if you, if you come to India, you will see it. You know, outside every temple, every church, the people would be sitting outside and begging for alms. And these families would bring them so they get something from the people who come to worship. Where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. Okay, so people gave, people give generously. Verse 3, when he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. The Bible clearly says he asked them for money because that is all that he knew right from his childhood. Since the day he was schooled, you know, he knew the skills. Uh, if you see some of the beggars who sit outside the temples and the churches and the mosque, they are so skilled. They can just look at you and your hands can go into your pocket to give them something. So they were schooled to do that. And he did not know what to ask, what more to ask. Now, the man who is crippled looks at them. You see what Peter does. When he saw, Peter looked straight at him. Okay, verse 4. Peter looked straight at him. And that's something that we are learning in IMKS. When people in need look at us, never to avoid them. We as church, we should never avoid people who look at us for help, who want something from us. Maybe they want money, fine, but do not avoid them. However busy we are, however famous we are, however, uh, you know, uh, caught up we are with lots of work, Peter looked straight at them, as did John. So not only the pastor, but also the assistant pastor, also the elders, also the congregation. It's not, 
You know, many times in our churches, in India, and in our organization, it's the leader who should do everything, you know. Oh, it's job. Oh, it's his job. We will pray. You go ahead. No, but everybody has to engage in this kind of work. Peter looked straight at him. And Peter said to him, look at us. Okay? Immediately there is a relationship. When we look at people, and we say, look at me. Okay? That means I mean something to you. You mean something to me. So the man gave him his attention in verse 5, again, expecting to get something from them. You know, he was schooled. He, he knew that he has to get some money. Maybe he has to pay somebody there. In India, when the beggars beg, begging is a big mafia, okay? So there are goons who run this begging mafia. So if I want to go and beg at this particular traffic signal, I have to pay a certain percentage of my earning of that day to the man who runs that place. In turn, he protects me. He knew he had to get some money. So the man gave him his attention, expecting something from them. Then Peter said, silver or gold I do not have. Imagine what would have happened to that man you know, when he heard, oh, they don't have any money to give me. But what I have do, but what I do have, I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. In Sunday school, I still remember that song, you know. Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And then, you know the song? He went walking and leaping and praising God. Let's sing. Walking and leaping and praising God. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. This was taught to me in Sunday school. But there were some very important things missed out in Sunday school. You know, before he started to walk and to leap, there is something else that happens. And it is not me making it up, it is mentioned in the Bible. So Peter and John just didn't look at him and said, okay, in the name of Jesus, you rise up and walk. And he started, because that is what we learned in Sunday school, that is what happened. Let's go to verse 7. Peter takes him by the right hand and helps him up. And instantly, the man's feet and ankles became strong. When did they become strong? It's not just through prayer, but it's the action that Peter did. And many times we as church, we are very good in praying. You know, somebody said, one of the greatest lies Christian can say is, I will pray for you. Every time we say, okay, I'll pray for you. Oh, you are in my prayers, brother. But it's not just prayers. We, we don't see answers to prayers for many years because we forget Acts chapter 3, verse 7. To work practically, to bring that person. And then it says, he jumped to his feet and he began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts. Very interesting. He didn't go back home running. 
He went into the church. He went into the temple. All these years he was made to sit outside the temple in a gate called Beautiful. But he was longing to go inside. He was longing to go into the presence of God. This is what we try to do in IMKs in Mumbai. Okay, it's, uh, it's nothing huge. It's nothing big. Yes, it is overwhelming. If I tell you the stories, they are very emotional stories. All the three children with us, Bhavesh, Shainaz, and Shakuntala, they've gone through a lot when they were children. Their mothers, their parents have gone through a lot. You can speak to them in person, and they can tell you their stories personally. But the fact that they are here today, as parents for me and Sonali, it's such a joy that we can't even express or say, you know, that we are staying with them. We flew together. This is the first time they are outside the country. It's a pride for us. It's a joy for us. And there are over 170 such children. We, I wish I could bring everyone together. But the greatest thing is we are all going to travel together one day to heaven. Because all of our children are saved by Jesus Christ. They believe in Jesus. They have given their lives to Christ. They are part of local churches. One day, they were in the clutches of the devil. As IMK staff, people had to go prayerfully, rescue them, bring them out. And just as Sonali said this morning, even in the prayer that we had, you know, there are attacks after attacks after attacks. If you read the book of Acts, and in fact, in 25 and 26, that it was, I was attempting to preach, but then I found so many hurdles are there in the ministry. So many problems. The devil trying to bring in our way so that we don't act. He doesn't mind us praying at times, but the moment we start to act, that's where the problems come. We go looking for people in need. They could be children, they could be homeless, dying destitute, needy, women, trapped into sexual slavery. Very recently, we started a new project in a close-by city of retired women, women retired from sexual slavery. They're all in their 60s and 70s. They were all trafficked when they were young girls. So they have nothing to look back at that childhood. Their entire life has been full of abuse. They have no future, they have no family. So we recently started this project in Pune. It's called Aji, means grandma. We provide food, clothing, shelter, counseling, clean and dress wounds, uh, do medical investigations, treatment, home visit, relief and rehabilitation, and many such more activities. And it's been 40 years. IMK started in 1983. This is our 40th year. And I want to praise God that I've been with them for the last 30 years. Uh, we've seen thousands of people leaping and jumping and praising God and running into the presence of God, giving their lives to Jesus. It's only because between prayer and the miracle that happened was the action done by the people who work in IMKS. And something amazing happens later on. 
in the same, same chapter, and we won't go deep into it, but we just read it as a story. The leaders of the church or the leaders of the temple were not happy. I'm sure the family who was profiting from this man's income was not happy. And they all came and they wanted to kill Peter and John or to prosecute them. So they put them in the jail overnight. And the next day, again, they bring them out into the public and they ask them questions. And Peter does not lose an opportunity to preach even then. He keeps on preaching. And then they recognize the word of God says, they recognize them because they were uncivilized. You know, if you see our staff in Mumbai, uh, we are not so well dressed as we are. <laughs> I'm in my shorts many of the times. Bhavish is in his tees, going around people, dressing wounds. You know, who are these people? They don't know who these are. But they recognize that they are Jesus people. And we go out into the night during a rainy season and give out soup to people. People look at us and say, Jesus soup? That's, that's, that's the power of God. And then it says, the man who was healed outside the temple, was standing with them. And they let them go with a warning because they could not do anything. And today we are so happy that these children... Could you please stand? Uh, just look around. This is... Thank you. This is the testimony of I am cares. You can speak with them. I said, if, if, if we start speaking now, it will be evening, if we tell all our stories. Uh, but this is the testimony of I am cares. Some of the people we serve, some of the patients we serve have not lived long. Some have not lived even for a week. But they have given their life to Jesus before they close their eyes. We've been able to minister to them. And we always say we are going to have big surprises in heaven. You know, who's going to be there. And so uh, for us, the third chapter of Act is very important. These three key elements that we practice in IMKs and I want to suggest. And this whole week we saw so much good work that OPC is doing. You know, we saw your mum and, uh, what's that called? Mum and... Yeah, for, for, the, for the children and uh, so many other activities that you're doing. There are people even sitting inside this church still lonely, still crippled, still cannot jump and leap and come into presence of God. Look around you, reach out to people, practically help them. There are people waiting outside, they want to come into the church. Speak to them. Go out there, just as we tried to do back in India. And one day, you will see testimonies. I'm sure the church is full of testimonies. My life is a testimony in itself. Sonali's life is a testimony in itself. We both were uh, die-hard uh, uh, creative people, you know, doing a lot of theater productions and films. But 
1998, God spoke to us very clearly, seek my kingdom first, and I will give you all these things. So I'm not going to take away your creativity from you, but I'm going to use it for a better cause. And then we said, well, this is a better choice. So we have not given up anything because he's the one who paid the ultimate sacrifice. We are nobody to sacrifice anything. But we set our priorities right because we both were Christians. We both uh, had Jesus in our heart and Jesus called us. For a few years, we gave up all our filmmaking, all our creative skills, and then we started full-time into this ministry, and God blessed us. We also do films. <laughs> we also do a lot of music, uh, but all that is for the glory of God. And we see it's so much increasing in its value. As I said, this is just a testimony for us that we could take our children with us uh, and help them to meet their partners. Each of you have played a life, uh, a part in their life. Some by giving, some by coming and visiting us. Um, I'm hearing that next year you're planning another trip. Please come. You know, just coming to us, just visiting us, just sharing our joy together strengthens us and the partnership that we have. And uh, I would like to, in the name of Jesus, on behalf of I Am Cares and all our board, bless the Orangeville Presbyterian Church leadership and every member of this church in the name of Jesus. And we want to thank you as we carry on looking for people here and we in India, looking at them eye to eye, building up a relationship, proclaiming that God is going to change their lives and practically giving them a hand and bringing them out of the situation. And I assure you, they will run to the presence of God. May God bless us.